Good morning, good people. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, they threw me a curveball. Welcome to ADZ Sports Live, presented by Texas Family Fitness. Freeman Mazda Hyundai and Worth the Poor. I am your host, Will Skywalker. Still got a curveball thrown at me. Now I don't like it. Three, two, one. Well, yesterday, news dropped about one Lyle Collins, so we'll obviously break that down. And then, of course, around the league, there was more trades that went on. And then Bobby Wagner news that involved Dallas. Maybe, but I don't think so. But I got to talk about this before we get into everything for the show today, which is mostly about Lyle, Terrence, the Cowboys. I'm literally about to go on live, Cowboys Nation. And I get a notification about this guy right here. One Demarcus Lawrence. And I'm just jumping straight into it. Straight into it. So, y'all know, for those who don't, I am blocked by Ed Warder. <laughs> so, so, I'm on Twitter. And I, and I see somebody, I think somebody tagged me or something. And I'm like, I can't see. So, I went to A to Z Sports Twitter to go see what's going on. And this is what I saw. Update. Should I drop the news thing here? I feel like it's a newsworthy thing. Cowboys players update. Three player updates for the Cowboys source with the NFL free agency approaching. Demarcus Lawrence isn't going anywhere. Team still working on Amari Cooper situation while hoping for a new contract for Michael Gallup. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I did not see that one coming. I did not see that one coming. Um, not today, at least. There was always hope, right? We always hoping a prayer to keep Cooper or Demarcus Lawrence. To get one or the other, I'm fine. I told y'all I would have rather Cooper, but I'm not going to complain at all about Demarcus Lawrence if this is the case. Now, I think this does signify a, a potential restructure, right? Because they're not going to keep him on the books at $27 million, so they'll likely get restructured. But I wonder what that means for... Randy Gregory. So I just had to get that out there for those who may have not seen this, for those who are blocked by Ed Warder as well, for those who don't have Twitter, because this just dropped in the last 10 to 15 minutes or so. So uh, this is brand new news. Apparently, uh, Demarcus Lawrence is not going anywhere, according to a source told to Ed Warder. Y'all know I'm happy. So I'm good. It's Feel Good Friday today. Presented by Worth the Poor. Later in the show, we'll talk about what makes you feel good going into the weekend. This is definitely one of them. And I know we have some people in the chat and some Cowboy fans who may be listening around the world that don't like Demarcus Lawrence. But I got to hit y'all with the Stephen A. Excuse my, my I ain't going to say my French, but we don't care. <laughs> because he's a good player. He's coming back. This is going to help your defense. Allegedly, he's coming back. And this is going to help your defense in 2022. Because I had a different tune coming on here, Cowboys Nation. I'll get to y'all in the chat. Before this news dropped, and we were still thinking, okay, Demarcus Lawrence could be out. Uh, Mari Cooper is still being talked about with a trade situation. And then the Lyle Collins news broke yesterday. It felt real resetty. That, that's not even a word. I'm making that up. But it felt like the Cowboys, they weren't rebuilding. But it was a bit of a soft reset, uh, kind of, for the Cowboys going into 2022. And if you look at the cap ramifications, 
kind of was setting you up for 2023, right? And we got the conspiracy theories with Sean Payton and things like that. But nonetheless, if you have if you got rid of Collins, Demarcus Lawrence, and Amari Cooper, your 2023 cap would open up with something like 60 something million dollars. Now, there's dead cap numbers that will bring that down, but nonetheless, you will have a lot of cap space with those three guys off the books in 2023. So now it's kind of still what it was a few weeks ago, wait and see what happens. But if Demarcus Lawrence comes back, that's at least some positive news going into the weekend Cowboys station. How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? Shout outs in order. Tom Downey Burner account, Jacob, Stephen White, Sully, Professor O. Uh what's got? Jeremy A. C. Burleson, Premier 2005 and 2008. Okay. David C. Christian, man. What's up, Christian? Our guy David Moore. Mike Harris. Jamie and Cow. Tom Downey already with the donation. Super chat. Says Scott, find out today I have a new dad in the DFW area. I wonder if it's one Jerry. Uh, Devin Foley, Jack Bynum, Alpha Mason, JP, James Ruff, Mackenzie, two time, two time, prime time, Phil, what's up? Uh, Jesse Falls in the building, TC on the drums, Adam Matt, Captain America, Doris Lewis, Jonathan Scruggs, Lou Man, and over on Facebook, we got Mo Chadwick in the building, Oscar Sullivan, Roger Smith, what's up? C.J. Richards. We're just going to call you V.T. V.T. Miss V or Mr. or Miss V. Tenney <laughs> over on Facebook. Steve Arthur, Timothy Tyrell. Uh, well, we got Derek, Chuck P. and Jason Tidd. Good morning, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. I feel good. This news makes me feel good. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, let's give you a little, give you a little nugget here now. Feels good. Feels good. Now, I'm not going to sit here and act like the offseason is saved. I don't think the offseason has really started for the Cowboys. Uh, I saw Shan Sharif on 105 through the fan, and, he, and his question was, how do you feel about the moves that the Cowboys have made so far? And in my head, I'm like, what moves? The only thing they really did was sign Noah Brown and tag Dalton Schultz. I mean, there hasn't been a lot that's went on. Now, if you said, how do you feel about the potential moves, the rumored moves then yeah i'd feel a little down uh, but there isn't you know there hasn't been a lot of things that uh have won on with the cowboys just quite yet but that will change very soon the league year i believe starts march 20th or march 16th something like that uh march 16th the cowboys have a decision to make on amari cooper's contract i believe march 20th and free agency begins next week so it's going to be i think an explosive week in the nfl for free agency for the Cowboys, don't expect much until probably Thursday, Friday, and that's that might be stretching it. You may not hear anything until Saturday or the following week, but uh, we'll see. Matt says he calls him Shan or Vlowski. Is that how he is? I don't listen to him in the morning, so I, I don't know really how he is. But yeah, so the latest, in case you're just jumping up in here, Demarcus Lawrence, this man right here is supposed Supposedly, according to sources, not going anywhere. See, you got to take your wins where you can get them with the Dallas Cowboys, right? You got to take your wins. If you want to call in and discuss this and much more, you can 351-999-3787. 351-999-3787. All right, let's jump into this roundup, y'all.
time? It is time for... It's time for the Morning Roundup. Round them up, boys. Yes, indeed. The Morning Roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness. Strive for progress, not perfection. Fitness goals not accomplished with one workout. Progress towards your goals with Texas Family Fitness, a solution for your fitness goals. Check out any of the nine locations in the DFW area or visit TexasFamilyFitness.com. Let them know that A to Z sent you and Skywalker still sent you. All right, first up on the morning roundup docket, non-Cowboys news as we begin. Khalil Mack was traded yesterday to the L.A. Chargers. Me personally, I love it. You know, again, I am a football fan, so not everything circles around the Cowboys. No Cowboys nation. I'm not saying we should have gave up a second and a six-round pick. I know that's not in our wheelhouse, so I'm not tripping about that. But for the Chargers, oh, man, I love this. I love this. A lot of people, I think, are kind of forgetting that Khalil Mack is still a baller. I totally understand the injury concern because he got hurt with his foot last year, and he's 31 years old. But he was balling before he got injured. So Mack is traded to the Chargers for a 2022 second-round pick and a 2023 sixth-round pick. I don't think that's much. And the contract, there will, no be, there will be no adjustment to the contract. But for the Chargers, it's more manageable because there is no more guarantees remaining on the deal. And the Bears are going to eat $24 million in dead cap. And let's just say it doesn't work out for the Chargers, right? Opposite of Joey Bosa, by the way. Let's say it doesn't work out. They can move on from Khalil Mack in 2023 and save uh, up to $17 million on the salary cap. So for me, I look at this as a one-year tester to pair with your all-world defensive end. And let's remember, Khalil Mack was an all-pro in 2020. In 2021, he had six sacks in seven games and six tackles for loss and 15 tackles. So he was on his way to another all-pro year. In fact, he did all that by injuring his foot in, in week three. So this dude is a baller. Don't don't get it twisted. People are saying, you know, numbers and this and that. He only had six sacks last year because he got hurt. So this is a good move for for LA. I I think this is this is this is what you do when you have a talented young team, an up-and-coming team. You go out and try to get players to put you over the hump. Khalil's gotta be loving this. You know, he goes from a poverty franchise to a franchise that at least is trying to to get there now the chargers don't have the greatest luck in the world but at least they're trying to get there so salute to them for that tom said mac is so damn good he is man i i think people underestimate him uh does everything well can stand up and do it too tape don't lie let's remember he's reuniting with coach brandon staley who coached him in 2018 the year he had his one of his best years in football and Brandon Staley knows defense. And his defense is keep everything in front of you and go after the quarterback. They just didn't have anyone really oppo of Bosa. Now they do. Now, can you imagine if they go get a Jordan Davis? Mm. I like it. I like it. The market has heated up for Bobby Wagner, Cowboys Nation. Per NFL insider Jordan Schultz, 
a massive market is developing for former Seahawks All-Pro linebacker Bobby Wagner, league source says. Here are the teams that are interested. Dolphins, Ravens, Chargers, Broncos, Rams, Cardinals, Niners, Jets, Lions, Pats, and the Dallas Cowboys. He says, quote, or not quote, Dan Quinn loves him, but they're short on cash. Of course. So let's be real here. We, we may have some interest, but a bidding war is not going to happen in Dallas. You know, it, it, it would take Dan Quinn to have the most say I've ever seen from a coordinator to sign a Bobby Wagner to a, a, a an explosive, massive deal, right? It's one thing to have say in the draft. The draft, it's not going to cost you much. Third, fourth, fifth round pick, whatever. Second round pick. But to give up 12, 13, 14, 15 million dollars, whatever it's going to be for Bobby Wagner, if he's able to, able to pull that off, Dan Quinn should be your next head coach in Dallas. <laughs> Flat out. If the Cowboys are sitting around 500, you know, six, seven, eight weeks into the season, just go ahead and let Dan Quinn take over. Because if he can have that kind of sway in the, in the front office, he's a guy you want running it. But let's be real. It ain't happening. I don't like your attitude. I don't like your attitude either, Jerry. Really, Steven. I need to get me a... I need to get me a... St- uh, guess what? We do got a Steven drop. Cat boy, cat boy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Cat boy, cat boy. This is why it's not happening. Dallas is not getting in a bidding war for Bobby Wagner's services. It'd be nice, but it ain't happening. And then finally, the biggest news of last night, per Ian Rappaport, a.k.a. Rap Sheet. The Cowboys are having active trade conversations centered around starting offensive tackle Lyle Collins, sources say. I'm going to repeat because there's a different thing than saying they're thinking about. It's a difference than saying... They may look out to, 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 they're looking to reach out. The Cowboys are having active trade conversations centered around starting offensive tackle Lyle Collins. Collins is due $10 million this coming year, and there is interest from other teams. So that is the morning roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness. I think... The Lyle Collins situation is very interesting because they're already having active conversations. Teams are already reaching out, meaning I think his days in, in Dallas are numbered. I want, I'm interested to see what you guys think about this because we talked about this extensively and we'll get to everything about Lyle Collins here in a second. Um, we knew the pressure was on Lyle because of Terrence Steele, which we'll talk about later. But I always thought he could at least slide into guard, right? Now, he has to want to do that. So if he says no, then you definitely do what they're doing now. And you look to trade him. So uh, maybe more details will come out, but I would have definitely approached him to move inside first. Uh, If he did say no, you do what you do. I'm not even that. I'm not tripping about them trading Lyle because of Terrence. Because of Terrence. Would I would I've loved would I love to keep? Yes, I would love to keep Lyle Collins because y'all know me. I want to keep all the talent. I want to keep all the talent I can, 
Um, you're going to need the depth on this team because Ter- uh, Tyron Smith is not the guy that's going to play 15, 16, 17 games. So Terrence Steele could have been your um, – I got this. People come. Terrence Steele could have been your swing tackle. But that's that's minuscule when you think about getting a swing tackle in Dallas. They always get, in my opinion, a decent swing tackle. So Terrence will be your starter. Lyle could be traded. The thing is, though, the trade compensation. Like, let's take a look at Lyle Collins' contract real quick because it's a team-friendly deal, which I, which I think – let me make sure I pull this up correctly, y'all – which I think makes getting compensation back a little better than it would be if it was a bad contract. So if you look at his deal – here we go right here. And let me pull y'all back up so I can see what y'all are saying too. All right, here we go. If he's traded, and let's start backwards. If he's traded post June first, he it saves ten million dollars on the cap right here. All right, now you get some dead cap or what have you, but it saves you ten million. But if you trade him post June first, your trade compensation draft pick wise won't start until twenty twenty three. So I don't think that's going to happen. They're having trade discussions as we speak right now uh, in March, so they're trying to move him now, which means. There really isn't going to be much cap savings for 2022. But the caveat to that is you save $15 million on the cap next year because you're going to eat all the dead cap this year. And your trade, in my opinion, your trade compensation should be a little better because you're taking on that dead cap. So the question becomes Cowboys Nation. What would you trade or what would you feel is good as a return for Lyle Collins? I'll repeat that real quick. What would you feel is a good trade compensation for one Lyle Collins? And as you guys think about that, uh, let me talk to you again about our ride of the week, our final ride of the week read here this week, uh, which is the Freeman Mazda 2022 Hyundai Santa Fe. Its price tag puts it in reach of broad range of buyers, but it still offers plenty of features that the modern family will desire, such as heated front seats, blind spot monitoring, heated exterior mirrors, Sirius XM satellite radio, and passive keyless entry with push to start. Let me say something about those heated seats. I got heated seats, but I also got the cool ones. That stuff matters, especially when you live in Texas, right? Again, they have the Apple CarPlay, the Android Auto, Backup camera, touchscreen monitoring, keyless entry, a ton of great features, and it's a very safe vehicle. If you want more information, you can check out freemanmazda.net and search our ride of the week, the 2022 Santa Fe. Trade compensation, Cowboys Nation. What y'all feeling? Hmm? What y'all feeling? Let me see here. Move Collins to guard. Scotty says second round pick. Ah, Marcus. Marcus, we on the same page here. We about to get to that. He says 31st pick. Uh, TC95915 says second or high third round. Triple Aces is second. Let me pull y'all up so y'all can see. Uh, I wouldn't feel happy with just a pick. We need players. Okay. Okay. I take a third. C. Burleson, third and fourth. Second. Bengals, 31st pick. Book it. That's where I'm at. Professor O. Marcus. Uh, Jesse Falls says second. Trade me up to get 99 in the draft with LC. 
I'm gonna tell you right now. Let, let, let me just say this real quick for for those, because there's people who who believe he sucks. You know how you know how it goes, right? They don't like a player. He sucks. Lyle Collins doesn't suck. Demarcus Lawrence doesn't suck. Amari Cooper doesn't suck. Dak Prescott doesn't suck. These are good players. They have their flaws. However, Lyle Collins is what 28, 29. He is a. I still think he's a good right tackle. I told you guys I'll be cool with him at right tackle as long as he come he comes in in shape and whatnot and he's ready to go. I'm also cool with my cousin Terrence still being right tackle, so we'll get to that in a second. But for me, I'd be pressing the Cincinnati Bengals at 31 or at the very least 63. Since he definitely need offensive line help. I think Lyle could come in there, whether you want to be a guard or you want to be a tackle, and be one of their better, if not best, offensive linemen on the team. So for me, I, I'm, gre- I'm greedy. I'm coming for it first. That doesn't mean I'm going to get it, but I'm coming for it first. They say, no, I don't want anything less than a second. If they're so gung-ho on moving on from Lyle Collins, Cowboys Nation, I guess I take a third uh, and maybe something else, right? Like third and a fifth, third and a fourth, third and a player or something. But we're talking about a guy who is still in his prime of his career, who still can play the position at a high level. And you can't tell me a team like Cincinnati couldn't have used him against the, against the Rams. I mean, you got the Rams, uh, who also could use his services, by the way. Andrew Whitworth is about to be out of here. They may do some moving around. I think Denver is, is another obvious choice. Uh, Seattle. And I like teams like Miami and Pittsburgh as well to be in a conversation. So, I mean, we heard, we I read you guys the uh, tweet from Ian Rappaport. Teams are interested. So, you may not like him, but the NFL does. So, for the first time in a long time, it feels like Dallas has a little bit of leverage to get something good in return. I've been having this conversation with uh, Professor O for, for about a week or so now. You know, I said, name me the last time the Cowboys have got a, a really good return on a trade. It hasn't happened in regards to trading a player. I feel like with Amari Cooper and Lyle Collins, if you're going to move on from these guys, you have two opportunities to get a good haul in return. And for me, if that happens, I will clap it up. I talk mad ish on the front office, mad ish on Stephen Jones. But if they can get something good for Lyle and get something good for Cooper, I will clap it up for them. Because I always criticize the fact that they don't get anything in these situations. They cut them for nothing. They they sign them for big contracts and cut them and get nothing. Or they know they're not going to sign these guys and they just keep them around and they they let them walk. When other teams move on from these players, I mean, at the very least, they get something in return all the time. Marcus Peters has been traded three times. Aqib Tlaib traded a bunch of times. Chandler Jones, like... Good players get returns. It doesn't have to be any. It doesn't have to be a first round pick, but it's something. I don't recall the last time Dallas got anything from trading a player. So you got two chances to do it. Make it right. Make it right. I got Los on the horn. I'm gonna get to you here in a second, Los. Matter of fact, yeah, I'm gonna get to you in a second. Before we do that, let's take a look oh tom down that's a whole nother discussion tom talking about terrence uh tyron smith because i listen before i heard this news of uh 
Demarcus Lawrence potentially returning, I thought this could be a soft reset. And for me, I'm like, if this is the case, man, just rip the Band-Aid. Rip, move on from that man, too. And let's just start this thing over up front. But nonetheless, let's take a look at how we got here with Lyle Collins. It has not been a great two years, uh, which, again, moving on from him is not really a surprise because of this timeline, okay? July of 2020, he came into camp out of shape, uh, and he had the car accident, right, which affected him. And this is the quote from Jerry Jones before he went on IR, which was he went on IR in September of 2020. Jerry Jones said, quote, his initial initial challenge was conditioning as he got ready to go. And then he developed a couple of other things. He won't be there for the first two or three games at this juncture. Now, that was before he went on season ending IR, which he would miss the entire 2020 season. All right. So then in July of 2021, this past summer, he came in, reported to camp in much better shape. We saw the videos. He was working with Dak. He was working with Zeke. He looked, he had a little four pack going on. He was in shape. He looked good. First game back since 2019. I thought he played good. I, I thought he had a good game. Now he obviously had to work himself back into game shape, but I thought he had a good game. Then he was suspended for five games for allegedly attempting to bribe an NFL drug test collector. Strike two, Lyle. Strike two. We had this discussion during the season. No, you can't do that. You know, I read all the documents and things from that situation. It's whether he was playing or not, you know, not showing up seven different times. I mean, that's a pattern that, you know, I think rubbed the, the team the wrong way. And I don't blame him. Right. I don't blame him. So then he was entered back into the starting lineup November 7th, 2021, I believe, against Denver. It was a tough game for the line that game, including him, Terrence Steele, Zach Martin. Everybody had a pretty damn bad game, it seemed like. Fast forward a few weeks later. November 25th against the Raiders, he was what looked like benched. And there was a rotation with him and Terrence Steele. And then at left guard, Connor Williams and Connor McGovern. Oh, that weird situation. I think it was the same time frame where uh, Joe Philbin had been out for three weeks with the COVID situation. And, and I don't know why they did that. They were doing it with. Terrence Steele at left tackle, too, with Titan Secchi. We just didn't make a big fuss about it. But for whatever reason, I, this out-of-the-box thinking was going on. I didn't really know how to feel about it at left tackle, but I thought what they did against the Raiders was very strange. Then December, 20, or December 2nd, he gets put back into the starting lineup for the remainder of the season. And here we are right now, March 22, or 2022, uh, reportedly being shopped for a trade so you look at his timeline i i don't look at this as a shocker i don't look at this as a shocker. Uh, if you cannot get quality trade compensation though i wouldn't move on i'd hold his ass here continue to have that depth and figure it out next season or figure it out in camp or figure it out during the season but i'm not trading him for a six round pick not doing it. Uh, good morning to those who are just joining us here. We are going over Lyle Collins' trade. I'm sorry, Lyle Collins' timeline over the last two seasons. 
and the other news that you may have missed. According to Ed Water, Demarcus Lawrence is going nowhere per sources. All right, Los, we got you on the horn, brother. What you got for us? Yo, good morning, good morning, Sky. Good morning. Uh, rainy day here in DFW, so anyone who's driving, just be safe out there and stay warm. Um, but other than college, man, I'll get right to it, man. I, for his trade value, I would definitely go, definitely call Cincinnati for that 30 Absolutely. Day. I'm pressuring because, them, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because any, any mock draft, most all the quality tackles are already gone by the 31st. And if they want anything to protect Joe Burrow, college is that guy. Because it's not like college is a bad quality tackle. Let's not get it twisted. Yes, he has done boneheaded mistakes, but maybe maybe in a better organization that's, you know, like Chiwoti, uh Awuzi said, that's kind of like football first and not glitter glamour, he can get his act together, you know, mm. prove his worth again. So we'll see. But if not Cincinnati, the other other chat has hit it on the head for a second-round pick. But, you know, I think he still has a good value for any team he plays for, you know. And What do you think I, about what do you think about Denver? Denver is looking for offensive line help, and they have one more second-round pick. Uh, I believe it's the Rams. It's either theirs or the Rams. I'd contact Denver because clearly they're okay with giving up their picks. Um, now they could use that pick to, to try to get a cheap, a cheap guy on four-year deal uh, for cheap labor, but it, they're in a win-now mode. So I would call them too and look at at their pick. Let me see what number it is for you here in a second. Uh, it's sixty-four. Isn't Denver in the same division with all these edge new edge rushers? Yeah, yeah. Good there? point. Good point. Yeah, so they, that's a that's another point to point out that Denver might need some extra help because there's this rumor about it, man. But I don't know if it's true. But Chargers might be looking at Jordan Davis. Yeah, that's what I, I, I brought that up earlier in the show in the roundup. I said, can you imagine if they get a Jordan Davis to put in the middle of those two guys? Uh, they they have some well, talented linebackers that still learn in the game, and they got a, a good secondary, Asante Samuel, Derwin James, and they get two studs up front, and that guy in the middle? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. At least they know how to build something. I'm not sure that I'm throwing shit at the cat boy, cat boy, you know. What you but anyway. <laughs> but anyways, man, uh, good news. Uh, I guess I didn't hear about the D-Law replacement. I was going to name you my top three names to replace him if they were going to get rid of him. But, you know, at, at least at least we're keeping some consistency in the organization. Because D-Law, uh, most people don't know it, but he's a huge locker room guy. Like, I guess he 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 has, like, that dog in him. Like, even even the Parsons was surprised, like, Oh yeah, he he showed like he he he's still about it, you know. So, like I feel like keeping him in the locker room is going to be a huge upside for Parsons as well. I mean, keep just just from a talent standpoint, bro. Just keeping him around is going to help your defense, man. Yeah, it's going to help your defense. Yeah, I guess that's it. But man, I'll, I'll say this though: a huge steal. Uh, and I'll leave it with this note: a huge steal for me. Uh, in this draft for me, Sky, is my Jai Sanders from Cincinnati. Your what? Man, he, he, um, my my. I'm I'm sorry if I can't pronounce his name, but my Jai Sanders from Cincinnati. Oh, you're talking about so a dra- draft person. 
Yeah, he's he's my he will be my steal of maybe adding to the D line of ours. And like he's he's still scratching the surface, don't get me wrong, but he has a huge upside. I think if you were to put him with uh, Dan Quinn Sisson, I think he could work out for us. But yeah, you know, man. With Dan Quinn, man, go, go, I feel go. good about anybody that gets picked in the top one hundred to, to, to kind of develop. All right, man. You have a good morning. I'll let all these colors call and you know, have a blessed day, Sky. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the weekend. And you deserve everything you work for, man. Peace. My guy, appreciate you. Uh, let's get to 757. What it is, what it do. Mr. Steele. <laughs> What's up, man? They call me Jade I'm from Virginia Beach, Portsmouth, P-Town, Prentice Park. I think we're looking at this draft all the wrong way. Okay. Now, I'm mad with everybody else about the Cooper trade and all, you know, the rumors and all of that. But my thing is this. We need to sit back and relax. And why is everybody looking at defensive ends? What we need is defensive tackles. 100%. But, but uh, I mean, so real quick, the reason why you're looking at defensive ends is because the rumors of moving on from Demarcus Lawrence. If you're not moving on from Demarcus Lawrence, then, yeah, to me, defensive end drops. And I partially agree with them. I want to get rid of everybody, anybody that, that stays injured, that's over 30, close to 30, I want to get ready for next year. Okay. Because I think they messed up the previous drafts. Even though I love Parsons, I would have loved to got the lineman. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. They messed up in the pre- Sir, you know in they the got- Oh, uh, <laughs> oh boy, how you mess up and you get two all pros? That's a little weird, man. You know, uh, you mess up, you get an all pro linebacker and all pro quarterback. Yeah. Listen, okay, I understand that theory. But originally, before we drafted Parsons, who was you looking at? You talking to the wrong person because I was looking at Parsons. That's the thing. Like, I, I again, I, I was a Parsons guy. I'm, a, I'm just asking yeah. you the quick question M- Michael Parsons. And then the cornerbacks, obviously, because we didn't have a second yep. corner. Who are you okay? Who are you looking at now? Jordan Davis is my guy. Uh, Jordan Davis, and then if you look at my top five guys, I had Jordan Davis, two offensive linemen, Kenyon Green, um, and Zion Johnson. Then a Chris Olave, because I was thinking we're going to move on from Cooper. Don't know what's going to happen with the wide receivers, but but yeah. Okay, I, I, I agree with that because yours is close close to mine. But that, like you said, the whole thing with the, this year's draft, we have to wait. We have to wait on see what they're gonna do with these players. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think they was. If 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 let me let me ask you a rhetorical question. Sure. If I tell you, I wanted to package several players. What would you give me for Martin, Conor McGregory, and a draft pick? trying to get rid of me. What, what, what would I give you? What do you mean? Like, like what, what team am I? Anything you wanted to pick. I mean, I, I'm not the, giving the up reason Zach, why I'm asking this, Yeah, I'm not giving I up Zach Martin pick. for less than uh, uh, multiple top 50 picks or something. Man. Top 60, 70 picks, whatever it would, one through three would be. Uh, okay, that's why I'm asking. I think the Cowboys going around the wrong way. Package, do you don't don't trade one player. Package players, you get about a draft pick. And not to say the trade, just to see what the what what the feel is out there. Mm. Here 
them, Demarcus Lawrence, Cooper, like you're doing now. But I think they messed up when they they, they put the franchise tag on um, the Schultz. I wanted to get rid of every tight end we had on the board, on the roster. Because <laughs> tight end thing is deep. Yeah, I like you your boy in UVA. I like the boy in Texas a and I like the boy in Coastal Carolina. I like, I like the Rucker from Ohio State. Yo, you're right. I mean, listen, I was never for franchise tagging uh, Schultz or signing him to a long-term deal. You, you got talent out there in free agency in the draft, and it's a position that's not a feature position. So, yeah, that $10 million, okay. $11 million, I would have used to go get a primetime player in free agency. A primetime player at free agency? Mm-hmm. I'd use that $11 million, put it together, and say, Bobby, let's talk. Uh, Tyran Matthew, let's talk. Chandler Jones, let's talk. Whomever, right? One of these guys that, that have, has been to the pinnacle as a champion or has been to the pinnacle as an all-pro, premier, Pro Bowl type player. I, I understand what you got. I, I, we all as Cowboy fans agree with you. But you know, goodness where Stevens don't uh-huh. want to go past $5 million for a player. Trust me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I got a question for you. When do y'all normally do roundtable and what time? Man, I just saw my bro in the chat, man. What's going on, Vosh? Uh, there is no there is no time. Oh, you talking to Vosh? Yeah, Mr. Know-it-all. V- Come on, man. <laughs> Don't do my no, no I, love, I, love, I love Vosh. I love all y'all. Well, I man. listen to all y'all. Okoye, <laughs> First the King, Law Nation. Listen, so, so roundtable, we don't have a schedule. That's what makes uh-huh. it. That's the beauty of it. We just hey round table tonight, nine ish. Y'all know me. I'm big on the ish. It's never at nine, but it's a super ish. So about you know whenever it happens, just follow one of our twitters, one of our YouTubes, and we'll we'll let you know. Uh, okay, I'm gonna get off the phone, but I got the one one more thing I want you to, to throw at the rest of your boys and answer the same question I asked you with Martin. But this time, also ask me since you were talking about getting rid of um, Larry Collins, Larry Collins. Conor McGregory, <laughs> anybody else there? But just just throw some package deal together and see what what's out there. Because hey, I believe we need three more draft picks. Okay. No matter no matter where it's at. Ah, uh, you say you from where you from again? Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach. All right. All right, VB. All right. Later. Appreciate you. Ooh, VB called in with the heat. He said the UFC Conor McGregor. Got to trade him. Got to trade him. He said, we going to turn. You know, I'm mad and you can turn off the cap. Let's turn it off. VB said, turn it off. We ain't got to worry about that. We want to package Amari Cooper and his 20 million. We're going to package Zach Martin. And we're going to package Demarcus Lawrence. All that 60 million. We're going to throw it on 70 million. We're going to throw it on another team. All right, VB. My answer to that is. Go buy a PlayStation 5, go purchase Madden, and turn off cap. Just turn it off. Because that stuff ain't happening. Conor McGregory, I'll tell you, man. Listen, you know. Yeah, and as for the uh, round table, we don't have a time. We ain't got a time. We just roll up. Fod said, Connie McGregor <laughs> sound like a yoga instructor that sells paper towels on Etsy. Hey y'all, y'all stay tuned too, man. There may be some some cool things in the works with Vach, and I I don't know. I ain't gonna say too much, Vach, but because you know we gotta have talks. But 
I sure as hell hope that works out, man. I, I, that would be awesome. What a caller, man. I like those calls, though. Uh, 702. <clears throat> Excuse me. 702, what it is, what it do? You know who this is, don't you? Hey, D-Shot. What's going on, man? What's, what's up, dog? What's going on, brother? I'm good. How are you? Long, long time to see. Much yeah. love, family. You know I missed you, my guy. Uh, we here now, brother. We here. Appreciate all the support you do on Twitter as well, man. How you doing? Yeah, how's how's life and how's the family, homie? First, good. Uh, first and foremost, it is it is good. We just yeah. added added a family member uh, this week. Got a new dog. Adopted a dog named Mozart. Congratulations, brother. Thank you. You know. And uh, okay, all right. What 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 are you uh what are you thinking today, Mr. Sky? What are you thinking? Uh you thinking uh Lyle's gonna get traded? What are you thinking is gonna go on today? Yeah, it feels like that. Uh when here's the here's the words that I wanna make sure we get right when it comes to Lyle Collins. Um the Cowboys are having active trade conversations centered around Lyle. So the fact that they're having active trade conversations to me signifies that he's on his way out. It's just a matter of finding the right partner. And then Rap Sheet says that there are multiple teams that are interested. So I think I think Lyle will be gone. Okay, who do you think he has a great chance of possibly going to if they do trade him? My number one is Cincinnati. I got Cincinnati as the top need at the very least. Uh, but don't sleep on the Rams jumping because the Rams are notorious for, for FD's picks and, and getting proven guys as well as the uh, – Denver Broncos and Seattle Seahawks. Those are my top four teams to watch out for when it comes to Lyle Collins. Okay. And I think, like, probably you're thinking, okay, Lyle is what, first round, second round, and probably third round talent too, all combined? Oh, coming out, he was a first round talent. He just, you know, I don't know if you remember the – situation with his ex-girlfriend yeah he's been a knucklehead as of late so well, as of late yeah, yeah neither here or there right yeah yeah right okay yep. so i but other than that he's a premium player for the cowboys correct i i would say so uh i wouldn't put him in the top to five or extent, six but he's to an extent, right yeah okay so if you're gonna trade him and you trade him to cincinnati what picks do they have and thirty-one what do you and think 60. you realistically could possibly get still? So they got 31. I'm going to pull this up for y'all, too, so y'all can see. Uh, they have 31, 63, and 95. Those are the picks I'd be interested in. I would, I would again, okay. I would be pressuring Cincinnati which big time. You think, yeah, which ones do you think you could realistically get from them, though? I think you could realistically get 63. Okay. I do. All right, so then let's say we go that route, okay? And then they take his – because, I mean, you say he's got, what, a $10 million cap hit? Yeah, his his contract is is extremely friendly. Okay, so it's not going to hurt the Cowboys if you trade him to Cincinnati. Dallas doesn't have to pay that, or would Cincinnati – have to pay that. That's so we would, question. if you trade him pre June first, we take on the cap hit this year, essentially a little bit, most of it, uh, thirteen okay. plus million. Uh, you only save a million dollars, but the good thing is his fifteen million dollars is cleared for twenty twenty three. 
So that would be the, okay. the bonus my, of get rid my, of them. My, my, my rebuttal to them would be this, okay? All right. I'm trading you a premium player. You're giving me 63. Yep. You're going to take on 6 million of that cap hit okay, I see before I trade to him to you. Okay. okay? See yeah. what I'm saying? I like so it. So it gives you a little bit of a. A little bit of a reprieve, a little bit, so you don't got to pay all of it. I like correct? that. That's okay. that's something that the plus, Cowboys did plus, with uh, Robert Quinn. Right. So plus, okay, you give yourself a little bit of reprieve, cap hit wise. You give them a premium player, you get a premium pick, you get sixty three, and possibly maybe something else, you know, to go along with it, right? Yeah. Another pick, maybe or whatever. Okay, you turn around. All right, say you don't draft because I'm going to the draft. Are you going to the draft? I'm going live. I'm going in person this year Possibly. here in Las Vegas. Possibly. Uh, I'll going, keep you all posted. So I hope to see you, you know? I'll keep you posted. You know posted. what I'm saying? Yep. I'd love to meet you and love to see you and uh, get to you know get to talk to you in person, Scott, because you're a great guy. Thank you, sir. Um, but other than that, um, my thoughts on that, on that, if you do that, you pull that off, okay, whether you go offensive line, first pick, my thoughts, what you should do, because you can still get a quality offensive lineman in the second round, and say you get 63, you got another pick to play with, too, on top of that. So my first thought would either be go linebacker or wide receiver with the first pick. Why? Why, do, why would I do that? reason let me give you some food for thought that's just how i would do it okay say you move on from amari okay say you cut him because you can't trade him right huh correct all right you turn around you say you get uh say crystal lobby still there say trailing birch is still there say Jalen Tolbert's still there. Say uh, the Alabama receiver, what's his Jameson, name? Jamie, man, uh, man, man, Williamson? Man Creep. Huh? Oh, oh, you're talking oh, about Wilson. Man Creep. Never mind. Never mind. Even, even Greg Wilson, even Sky Moore, even. Sure, sure, sure. Just know, a wide receiver. I get, I get you, man. We got to, in closing, though, in closing. Right. So you get, you got a future possible another number one to go along with Lamb. Okay. Okay, can turn into a number one receiver. Help you take the def the top off the defense. Uh, not only that, got an extra playmaker besides Lamb to go with the offense as weapon. Okay, so you got a plan for all that. Plus, you got a revamped offensive line because you pick an offensive lineman. Say you get Chad Penning or you get Elam or something, something like that, or Ingram, you know, or something. You know, you get something good to help you out. You know what I mean? So you got a new toy wide receiver. You got a new offensive lineman to put a guard, and they could possibly pay play tackle, or you find one that can play center guard and tackle and do well and not skip a beat. Okay, have a plan. You know. I agree with that. Have a plan. But say that works out. Okay. Oh, we got but more. But that's what <laughs> I would do. That's my thinking. Okay, but that's not what the Cowboys do. Cowboys do Cowboys things. Okay, we know this. 
All right? You know, you and I know this that much. And I just want to see them make great choices, <laughs> not move go backwards. This, you know, uh, going backwards, in my opinion, yeah, is sure. I hope, honestly, we keep Amari Cooper. Because before Amari Cooper, you were a wide receiver by committee, and you were, your offense was non-existent, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Okay. Pre- Cooper, you had Dak hey, hey, D Shot, D Shot, D We got some more folk on the phone, though, so we're going to get to them. All right, man. All right. Love you, brother. I just, you know, I want to get your thoughts. I got you know you. what I mean? I want to see what, you, what you're thinking, okay? Well, right. And see what you'd like to do and uh-huh. give you some love. Okay? Thank you, man. I, love I, you. I appreciate you, though. I would love to give you my thoughts, but uh, it, you kind of did a whole mock draft for me there, bro. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love y'all to death. I promise I do. But I, yeah, y'all, y'all can't. We can't do. Listen, you can't go Dame Bugler on me, and we gonna go through the top one hundred. Yeah, can't do that. And I let y'all go. Y'all know I do. But goodness gracious, I was about to hit. <laughs> I ain't hit that button a long time, D Shot. A long time. Woo, uh, Jacob. What's up, Jacob? Don't hit me with a mock draft, Jacob. Oh my God, guys, killing me, man! <laughs> hey, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm I'm, I'm pumped up. It's Friday. Uh, I got some good news with D Law. Would not. It's feel good Friday. What's up? All right, guys. So uh, with pick one, number twenty-four, I'm gonna go down. <laughs> um, now, what we're gonna do uh, uh, with No, just playing. <laughs> with this Lyle Collins thing, is uh, I wanted to get to you. So we do trade him to, let's say, Cincinnati, right, with that 31 pick. Sure. What would, what would you rather do? Would you rather pick stay there at 24 and 31 and, let's say, Kenyon Green, Zion Johnson at 24, and then Trevor Penning at 31? Or well, would you rather for, try to move Would you rather try to move up and get, like, a the Davis or, or a, an elite, like, a, let's say – I don't know, a, a good receiver. Well, I mean, I know receiver getting maybe second or third, but what would you do in, in that scenario? I would try to move up. Now, now I'm not saying that's the end-all, be-all. But, man, I, if I could package 24 and 31, or I don't even have to package 31. 24 and 31 going to get me way up. But 24 and maybe 56, right? Or 31 and 56 or whatever to go get the guy I want that I think can make an absolute difference right now, I do it. You can't be scared. Uh, I totally get as many picks as possible is the best way to go. So I don't necessarily see them doing it because that's how they think, right? Like we want to accumulate all the picks, right? Throw, the, throw many darts yeah, yeah. as possible at the board so we can hit. Uh, but I don't see Trevor Penning falling to thirty-one. I'd be shocked. I shouldn't say that because yeah, well, <laughs> because t- players yeah, fall all the time. But I, I would be shocked if he did. That's all. Well, that, that's what I'm saying because I mean. I mean, you could probably even get Raymond in the second, right? Bernard Raymond in the second, and then you could still get one of those guards in the first, and still maybe, let's say you trade Lyle for a, for a, that sixty three, whatever Cincinnati has, that could be an elite receiver right there. So you know, um, here's my question to y'all that I've been kind of tussling with: the, the tackle, like t- picking a tackle in round one or two. If we rip the band aid off of uh, Tyron Smith, one hundred percent. But it sounds like they're not going to do it. And your right tackle is Terrence Steele. Let's just get that out the way. I, 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 I'm confident in Terrence Steele. So if I take a tackle and he's going to play tackle, he's likely not going to 
be a immediate starter in year one, right? Like now he'll get in the game. He'll play probably five or six games because uh, Ter- or Tyron Smith gets hurt. But I'm kind of in the market of if I'm going to have those picks in the first round, I want them to come in and play right now. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, torn, yeah. though. I'm torn because right. Tyron Smith is going to be out of here in a minute. But I look at it this way. If I'm going to get a tackle, I want him to play right now, and, and I want to go up and get that tackle. So whenever Tyron hangs it up, get the talent to tackle, and let's go. Okay. And what, what, what about another scenario where, like, if you would want to trade, let's say, another one of those picks maybe for a first round next year and get that DT that Kavanaugh's always talking about from Georgia. From Georgia. I ain't, in the bi- yeah. I ain't in the business of trading picks for next year's picks. Um, um, you know, um, <laughs> I, know, I know we're still this year. That's where about this yeah. year. I was, I mean, he's pretty high on him, and I haven't really, you know. I, I would do that if I was trading back. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, if okay. I'm trading back. You got to see who falls where in the, in the draft yeah. order. You know what I mean? Like, you want to make sure you get these picks right as well. So, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough because you've still got free agency left, and you don't know who. When you're picking at 24 or later, so many things can happen in front of you. When you're picking at 10, you can pretty much narrow it down to three players like that, that, that you're going to take at that position. Okay. I see what you're saying. Well, all right, Scott. Well, I'll continue watching, man. Have a good weekend. Appreciate you. You as well. Uh, let, let's get into why all this Lyle Collins stuff is happening, in my opinion, uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. And I think it's because of this, man. Now, if you guys recall, and I'm talking about Terrence Steele for those who are listening and not watching. Now, that extension number down there, <laughs> I'm going to just say this, Cowboys Nation. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Enjoy crack go. It's my part. It's not. Yesterday's price is not today's price on Terrence Steele. So y'all can just ignore that projection. The bottom line is a few weeks ago, I was lobbying for the Cowboys to extend my second cousin, Terrence Steele. And it sounds crazy. It sounded crazy, at least. But I wanted him wanted them to do that just in case a scenario like this came up where they decide to move on from Lyle or they kick him inside or something happens to Terrence and he has to get, I'm sorry, something happens to Tyron and he has to play extensive um, minutes, minutes, extensive games. I wanted the Cowboys to get out in front of this thing for extremely cheap. You still can. You still can, right? You still can get you can still get him for something like the, the Cowboys did with Lyle Collins. He signed a two-year, $17 million deal um, after his second season as an unrestricted, I'm sorry, as a undrafted free agent. But make no mistake about it, this is the reason why they're okay with moving on from Collins. And this is the reason why, of all the players to move on from, between Lyle, Demarcus Lawrence, and Mark Cooper. Collins should be at the bottom of your worries because you have this guy replacing him who proved himself, in my opinion, right? Like, Terrence still proved himself to be a quality starting tackle with room to grow. I'm not sitting here saying this man is a finished product at all. He has room to grow. So... question for you guys because y'all know how i feel 
What is your confidence level of Terrence Steele as a right tackle for 2022 from one to 10? Your confidence level for me, I, I, I'm going, I'm going to go pretty high, man. I'm at an eight. I'm at eight. Now, if you'd ask me this last year, <laughs> I think we did ask this question. Matter of fact, and I think I said something like a three, I might've said a three or a four. So, you know, I was not confident, but when a player goes out there and proves it to you, then, and you have the data, then you should have the wherewithal to change your opinion or your thought process. Cowboys Nation, what y'all think? Iceberg says seven. Michael, nine. Seven and a half. Jacob, Glenn, seven. Will Anthony, nine. Tom Downey, seven. Six or seven. 7.8. <laughs> That's his number, says Professor. James is extremely confident, says 10. Adam, seven. Uh, Sam Rowe says, yeah, I, I am a six. Yeah, I, six and a half, eight, nine. So follow-up question for those who are not as confident, even, even though a six and a half to me, a six and a half, seven is confident. But if you're below a six or you're at a six, do you then go and draft a tackle in the first round? Like, Is your confidence level at a midpoint to the point where you're like, let me go get a penning if he falls to you, right? Or a tackle. And then you compete with Terrence still as opposed to saying you automatically going to be our swing tackle. Because I think that's what would happen. If they draft a tackle in the first round, they're going to comp- he's going to compete with Terrence, which isn't a bad thing. Because Terrence still was technically still under contract and he's a restricted free agent next year. Meaning they, they're going to get him. They're going to tender him and get him for a pretty good contract. Uh, but for me, I told y'all, like I said with the caller, if I extend a Terrence Steele, it's a two, three-year deal north of $15 million, then I don't have to technically pick a tackle this year in round one. I can go get a more immediate need position. I just make sure that I go sign me a quality swing tackle. And I worry about tackle next year. Or worry about tackle in the second, third, fourth round. Whatever, right? A developmental guy. Because it's going to take some years for those second, third, fourth round picks to kind of get it going. Uh, But for those that are not high on them, would you take a tackle? See, Burleson says, still's a priority. He was my number one priority for an early extension. That was my guy. We did a list. Uh, I think the top three was something like Steele, Donovan Wilson, and I can't remember who the other person was. Tom says, I'm always down to take a tackle in the draft. That's the thing, right? Like, if you take a tackle, you got a first-round tackle. I mean, how are you to complain about offensive linemen, talented offensive linemen in a league that is deprived of that? So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and throw a fit if they do that, uh, depending who's on the board. I might throw a fit depending who's on the board. All right, uh, 757. I feel like 757, you there? Brother. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I can't complain, man. Just getting off work. Feel real good. Um, oh, you got the graveyard shit. The D-Law news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the truck driver, man. I talked to you uh, yesterday. Okay. I talked to you about last week, too. All right, man. Good to hear you off work. How you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I can't complain, man. Um, feel good. Hopefully, um, we can keep D-Law. Um, I'm not worried about the Lyle Collins thing. Um, he can go. Or either he can move his fat ass to guard, you know, whatever. You know, if we trade him, I just want to get something back good. 
Um, but still, um, I feel very confident about Steel. I'm 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 a I'm a ten on that. Okay. Um, he showed me them six games. I wouldn't have never took him off the field. I mean, I would have let him play this year out, and I would have tried to talk to Collins to see if he would move to guard. And if he would not have wanted to move to guard, I would have tried to trade him last year. Well, it sounded That's like how I feel about it. He was open to the. I mean, according to him, I mean, he, from his mouth, that he was open to the to the move uh, during the season. And I'm, I'm shocked, I mean, unless he just didn't look good at it. I'm shocked they didn't elect to at least try it out in a game or two, uh, because we talked about see, it during the see. season. You gotta you gotta get him in the game and see how he looks. And if it doesn't work out, now you know. But the fact that it never happened, you just never would know. And that's crazy. That, that's the first time I'm hearing this. And if that was the case and he was open to it, man, what the hell was they doing? They should have put him at guard immediately. Well, here's what happened. And let bro. him work the kinks out. I, I think here's what happened. Huh? Uh, here's what happened, I think. Um, Tyron Smith messed all that up because he kept getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, they couldn't yeah, afford to yeah. move him in there full time because now you don't have that right tackle. And I don't think they were ready to throw – uh, Ty Nsecki out there full time because Ty Nsecki, you know, he, he gets a golf clap. But but if Ty Nsecki had to be full time right tackle for multiple games, I think he'd have got worked. Uh, the the, the yeah, you know, so right. I think that's what happened. Tyron Smith kind of screwed that up, but he was getting reps as the second team offensive guard. So here's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so if we if we do trade Steel, and I'm gonna keep it short, I ain't gonna do you like the other uh, the other caller. Um, if we if we do trade Collins, um, man, I almost I almost want two picks for him, you know, because we're gonna have to replace him with with I don't I don't want to trade him to replace him with just one pick because it, I mean think about it if we do trade him, we're gonna have to pick an offensive lineman. I just don't want a, a one for one. I think you know. I don't care whether it's a a, a second and a fifth. You know, right, 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 right. I want something else. You know what I'm saying? No, no. I'll be down for multiple picks. I don't think you necessarily have to take an offensive line or a tackle. Let's just talk about tackle. A tackle in round one, uh -huh. if you trade Collins, uh, the position that doesn't change regardless is offensive guard. Like, like if right, Zion, that's, that's what I was thinking. More yeah. so, a guard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Guard is no matter what happens. Guard is in in the cards. Uh, because I believe that yeah. if Collins was willing, I want to say willing, if the move to put Collins at guard was an actual thing for 2022, they would do it without without a problem. Because $10 million is nothing in today's league uh, for, a cap, or for a cap hit or a salary. But it sounds like maybe the compensation could be better than putting him at guard and then just draft you a guard in the top 100 or top two rounds and now you got that guard for cheap yeah. on a four-year deal, a position that is a little bit easier yeah. to translate into than tackle. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I tell you what, man, I know we got the 24th, and um, I know we need help at a lot of places. But, man, big number 99, man, if he's sitting there at number 24, man – how how can you pass up on that? I know I know we yeah. need we need a lot of stuff. Nah, you don't pass up on Jordan Davis. Hey. Yeah, I mean I 
Man, I'm I'm dreaming about that, man. I mean, just to think, you know, two people got to block this big dude and that free up the ends. And if we keep D-Law, then D-Law maybe can kind of, you know, get his mojo back. And I don't know what they're doing with Randy. Ain't, ain't, we ain't heard nothing about Randy. I don't Let know me what tell you doing. this right now. If they're bringing back D-Law, I, I don't know about Randy, man. We'll see, though, because maybe his market isn't as high as we all think. Maybe he's a sub $10 million a year guy, and if that's the case, you can sign him to a three-year deal, four-year deal, spread the cap hit out for year one and two, and, and we're good to go. Uh, but but uh, yeah. you know, I would look to bring him back. If not, again, I'm, 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 I'm trying to get a proven guy at that position. There's nothing wrong with having three or four quality pass rushers. Yeah, no, no question about that. No question about that. Well, yep. brother, I'm gonna let you get to the next call. Um, I, um, I appreciate you, man. It's a good show, man. I was listening to one of your shows. Y'all had like, um, it was you, um, 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 it was a, it was like three other guys on there. Yeah. I was listening to it last night, man. Botch, that was a good show. Law. Yeah, uh, Bosch. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yep. It's that, roundtable. Yep. I was the listening to that one last night. Yep. Roundtable. Yeah, that that was a good show. That was a good show, man. That was a real good show. Yeah, I got to talk to Vach. Vach don't like to do it, you know, consistently because he's all he always says this. And I love my guy. You know, if we did this all the time, y'all wouldn't want to watch it. Bull sugar. We need to figure this no, thing out. True. We need to do this thing a couple times a month, man. Yeah, yeah, that's not true. I, I, I really enjoyed that show last night. I really did. All right, man. Appreciate the call as always. Good brother. All right, bro. All right, man. Appreciate you. Good stuff, good stuff with the callers. I'm going to get to Nacho in 501, and we'll wrap this thing up here in a second. Uh, good stuff in the chat as well. As always, the chat is great. <laughs> B47 says draft Tyler and put him at tackle. We're talking about Linda Bond. I think we're talking about Linda Bond. Uh, Wayne says, Sky, don't worry too much about Randy. You can restructure D-Law, say 11.9 million if you trade LC. Yeah, so man, you're right, Wayne. They could do some number jumping, and that's what I was telling the caller. Unless they restructure him, and then Randy's number isn't what we all think it is. Like if it's not above 12 million, 13 million per year, and it's less than 10, I think they can they can they can swallow that. They can try. Yeah, I missed some super chat. In fact, I missed a super chat yesterday I want to get to, too. Appreciate you for uh, reminding me, Professor O. I just, you know, listen, I go. I get the phones, get my thoughts. But I got to get to y'all that, that support through the super chats. And let me start with, with yesterday. Grand Poppy, I don't know. Grande Poppy, I don't know if you're listening. But I'm going to read yours from yesterday. Super chat. Uh, he said, between Reggie Robinson, Jabril, Nashawn, and McQuamu, who has the bigger impact next year? I think that one is easy. I think that would be a Jabril Cox. Because even if they take a linebacker in round one, two, three, whatever, to be the starter opposite of, of Micah Parsons, we know that Dan Quinn likes to utilize versatile players. They like to utilize three linebackers big nickel and Jabril Cox fills all that so I think Jabril Cox would be the uh guy who has the biggest impact in fact I don't know Reggie Robinson I, I can't really see anything McQuamu who the hell knows Nation Wright I know it's year two but but we got to see something because boss man's here AB still here I wouldn't rule out a cornerback in day three 
and he'll compete with Nation Wright. Uh, let's get to Tom Downey, a couple super chat zingers. He says, Scott, uh, not Sky, Mo, how many kids does Sugar Daddy Jerry have? All the zingers. Super chat. And then Michael Helton, appreciate you with the 1999 donation. Thank you, Michael. Uh, he says, we might as well package the stadium too. I think he's talking about what our guy, uh, the caller who wanted to trade everybody. There's always those kinds, right? Like, they want to cut everybody or they want to trade everybody or everybody sucks. I would never get the everybody sucks one. They're the, the moving on from players. I think. The so-and-so sucks. It's wild to me. Uh, Nacho, what's up? Nacho. My man, Sky. What's up, man? My man, Sky. How you doing? How you doing? Blessings and good Friday, my man. Good Friday, indeed. How you doing? Um, good Friday. I'm doing good, thank you. Um, so this is getting interesting. Um, it is. What I'm hearing now is uh, the Dalton Schultz, I heard that obviously it's a franchise tag with, with an option of if another team comes in, and they want to put an offer and we can get a trade. That is a possibility. I heard hmm? uh, by L. Collins. Oh, oh, okay. So for the Dalton Schultz thing, you're talking about he got the he didn't get the exclusive rights tender. He got the other one, which means that he can negotiate and the Cowboys can potentially match. If they don't want to match, they'll get two first-round picks from that team. But let's be real, Nacho. Absolutely. Nobody's giving up yes, two first-round yes, picks for Dalton Schultz, right? No, no, oh. I don't. I don't that either uh but uh but you know you never know with this uh you know it, it just it's sounding like you know that that the cowboys are, are you know obviously churning the roster and, and they're doing whatever they can to to get you know to either trade away or trying to get rid of these bigger contracts with these bigger named players and that i mean and it is what it is and if they're going to do that you know let's uh let's just hope that uh they do get something in return because in the past you know, you see all the the really good, uh, really good uh, organizations on top that are that are really doing a good job of of trading away players and getting something in return. Right. You know, and we tend to not do that, and and I'm hoping that we do. This Lyle Collins, I heard this uh, very interesting uh, on the Bengals website. They actually came on, and they uh, one of the writers had written something that uh, yeah, that Cincinnati might be of interest. And Lael Collins, and they would be, they suggested a fourth round pick for him. So this gets interesting. Uh, and fourth and what? I would you, like you, a higher pick. Yeah, you're going to have to come, uh, come higher I, than that. I, you know, I would think, right? Yeah. You know, what's interesting is, is how it works. You know, knowing that Lael was, you know, uh, obviously could have been a first round pick, you know, but obviously with the, the his situation, he was undrafted. Now, I you say hip situation or his situation? Oh, his situation. Okay. His situation. You know, you know, you know, he had a situation where you know he yeah he understand. dropped out of the you know the first so many rounds, but uh, so I don't know exactly how that's going to work out in terms of if if uh, you know if, if he was a first round draft pick, then obviously we would probably get a higher higher pick on a trade. The fact oh, that he brother, that don't matter. Drafted, that that don't matter. Uh, his draft pedigree from seven years ago is 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 uh, that doesn't matter at this point. It's about his oh, okay. yeah okay, his play, good. his contract, his age, all that stuff will, will factor in more than his draft pedigree. 
Okay, that'd be great. That'd be great. Um, and then I did hear also, you know, this morning, and I also heard you allude to the fact that uh, there is a possibility now that all of a sudden, you know, uh, we may keep Demarcus Lawrence. So that uh, everything's starting to get very, very. Uh, we'll see what happens here in the next couple of weeks, right? I mean, in terms of, uh, you know, next you know, nine days. You know, next nine days. Yeah. You know, we got Gallup. Sounds like it's going to be a, a done deal here coming up. And um, Lyell seeking to craze in, on that uh, deal. I'm with you. I'm about a seven or an eight in, in the confidence uh, with Steele. Um, you know, I think that the fact that they feel very confident and comfortable with him at the right tackle is the reason why they're, you know, seeking a you know, potential to trade for Collins. So I can see that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. This is uh, we definitely are going to see a different uh, a different roster um, going forward, which is not um, necessarily a bad that. thing. Just just don't don't swap no, out your best players. <laughs> you know, right? And and you know, and I'll tell you what. Um, if what I'm hearing as well is that they want to get kind of more more, if you will, more tougher, more kind of a mentally tougher players, more physical players on the roster. Um, hey, listen, go for it. And 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 if you're going to trade away some of your 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 bigger name players, well, then you know what? Go ahead and then shift it in the right direction with hungrier, lunch pail kind of players. And here and there, go grab a. Uh, uh, you know, the, I, I, I heard that Bobby, that I heard, I think it was Ed yeah, Warner. There we go. Correct. There we go. Let me, let me, let me, right, right. let me elaborate. Hungry players is cool, right? You don't want full bellies, but I think more than just hungry <laughs> players is I want a player that has championship pedigree to him. I want a player that's been to the mountaintop that knows what it takes. In fact, I want multiple players because in Dallas over the last five years or so, if you go look at the guys they bring in from free agency, if you go look at those players, they aren't those kind of impact or, or high pedigree or championship type of guys. The one guy they did bring in in that manner was a controversial dude in Martellus Bennett, and I thought it was embarrassing that he came in midseason and was pretty much a de facto vocal leader in the locker room. That's embarrassing. And that's because he looked around the locker room and said, what the hell is this? Do y'all want to win or not? And he was kind of not liked by certain players in that locker room. So go get me a handful of those guys. Go get me a gang of them, as my OG would say. Go get me a gang of those championship pedigree guys, a gang of those guys that have been to the mountaintop individually and knows what it takes to get there. Because other than that, you just got a locker room full of dudes that don't know what the hell or how the hell to get to that point. 100. You know what? Absolutely. And, 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 and and if 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 Warner is obviously it's going to come down to money, but uh, uh, if if um, if we're going to be kicking the tires and we're not going to fall asleep at the wheel uh, with uh, with the linebacker um, Wagner from Seattle, Wagner. Yeah. If 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 they are interested, obviously, and, and there's a connection with Quinn there. I mean, you know what? Go get him. Go get him and bring him in. He'll be a locker room leader. Yeah. He'll, him and him and Parsons and Cox. I mean, can you imagine that? 
and then and then you draft another linebacker, say in the middle rounds, and all of a sudden you you solidify the linebacker position, and then you go from there with your O line, et cetera. And uh, you know what? And this could be a good thing. You know what I mean? And sometimes, sometimes you know you do have to kind of make some changes, and you and 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 and, and for for what it's worth, uh, you know there are some veterans at times that uh, maybe get a little complacent and. You know, and, 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 and they're not playing to the level that they should. And if you want to switch it up a little bit, maybe it's a good thing. Yeah. We can only hope for it. You know what I mean? No, I feel you. Absolutely. Feel you, Nacho. Well, hey, listen. Thank you. Thank you, and have a great day. And uh, as usual, man, you're doing a hell of a job. And, Thanks, sir. Uh, just enjoy enjoy listening all the time. Thanks, brother. Appreciate Thank you, Nacho. Man. Have a good weekend, man. Hey, you do the same, brother. Bye-bye. Yeah, uh, for those who've been on the channel prior to A to Z, if you, you remember, we had Brian McFadden, Bryant McFadden on the show, two-time Super Bowl champion for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was last year at some point. Uh, and I asked him straight up about getting a veteran guy in the locker room. At that time, it was a, a, a Peterson uh, from uh, Arizona or Richard Sherman type. Because Cowboys didn't have any any secondary players, but it was it wasn't just him. It was JJ Watt, those type of guys. Just somebody in here with that pedigree. It doesn't necessarily have to be they've been to the Super Bowl and won or anything like that, but that individual pedigree as well. And he broke it down tremendously. Uh, and he was talking about how, you know, when he was in Pittsburgh and he had some of those championship type pedigree guys in the locker room, they showed the young guys how this, this, and that was done. Or they would say, hey, instead of Tuesday, you know, you go do whatever on your day off, let's come work out. And and you're not going to say no to a Troy Palomalu. You're not going to say no to the whomever else it was in Pittsburgh, right? The, 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 the Harrison, I almost said Rodney Harrison. Those type of guys that say, no, let's get into the film or let's go, let's go work on this or work on that. I'm not saying these guys aren't doing that. Right, and I'm not saying you need to have those guys all the time. Hell, the Bengals got to the Super Bowl last year. I don't know who their championship pedigree guys were, but I do know it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. And we're not just talking about end of the road guys. Like Richard Sherman's done. Bobby Wagner still got juice. Tyran Matthews still got juice. Chandler Jones still got juice, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so I see a lot of people are talking about uh, Fletcher Cox. What's it going to cost me? Real quick before I get to 501. Let me go look at Fletcher Cox. I like Fletcher Cox. I don't think I'm Fletcher. What's it going to cost me, though? Financially first and then trade compensation. And then let's be real. Is Philly going to trade him in the division? Come on. So his cap hit is $14 million. I, would, the, would the Cowboys have to take on that? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Whoa. Philly, is Philly really going to trade him? Yeesh. They get no cap saving. If they trade Fletcher Cox pre-June 1st, or release him for that matter, they lose $26 million on the cap, meaning negative $26 million cap saving. A $41 million cap hit. They ain't trading that man. And who's taking this contract? Nah, I don't see it. God damn, that's a good lord. This contract is awful. If they release him post June 1st, 
They get a $2 million cap saving with a $28 million cap hit in 2023 and a $12 million cap hit this year. They Are they stuck? I mean, they said that they had a trade at the deadline, but my God, hey, maybe they just don't care. No, nah, I'm good. I'm not taking on that. And they, they want to cut them. I'll sign them to a, a vet minimum deal. <laughs> but nah, bro, I'm good. That's that's a crazy contract, y'all. All right, I got laws about to hop on. All right, let me let me get up out of here in a second. 501, what it is, what it do? What it do, Steve? How you doing this morning? Happy Friday. Indeed. What's up with you? Not much, man. I'm just trying to figure out Cowboy Nation and pick your brain, Scott. What is our motto? What are we trying to do? Because it seems like we are all over the place with the draft, with the players. Like, they have no determining factor of which way to go. It's like they want to get rid of now still, talking about Amari. They indecide whether they're going to keep D-Law or Gregory. Then, you know, with all the free agents we have, then we can't even sign a punter, which was our game changer. That doesn't make sense. I'm just trying to figure out what is our direction because it's like we're just all over the place. And what's going to be the future without Amari Cooper? We done done the receiver uh, by committee, that didn't work out. We got to have a number one. Don't nobody get open like Cooper. We've seen what it was like with the Kansas City game when Cooper wasn't in there. Neither one of our receivers could do anything. So is this what you're saying, CD? He possibly could be a number one. But at the end of the day, I don't think he really has that separation like Cooper does. So when, when you need it right there on that before we, to be third down play. before we get too far away from the first question, what are the Cowboys doing? It, it feels like there is not a plan, and this kind of goes back to what I've said weeks ago or for the last few weeks or months. There is no true tried and proven philosophy in Dallas aside from we're not going to – this is not even tried and true. There's no philosophy in Dallas that works. The philosophy they use is – we're not going to participate in free agency. We're not going to participate in the trade market. And we're going to try to pay our own. Right? That is their philosophy. Right. It is a flawed philosophy. It doesn't work. So we it looks to us like they don't have a plan. And and, and I wouldn't be mad at you if you thought that. But that is their plan. And the problem is their plan doesn't work. When you think about teams, and I, I like to liken back to like the mid-2000s and things. I think about the Colts. I think about... The, the Ravens at the time, um, even the Giants, if you want to be real, the, the, the Eagles. And if you look at the teams now, you look at the Ravens again. You look at the Packers, the Niners, the Rams, um, who else? the Kansas City Chiefs. These teams have philosophies um, that I think work, especially some of the Super Bowl guys I talked about, Super Bowl teams. Dallas would be smart to kind of pick at what they do and make it a copycat league. Instead, they're stubborn. Because they don't have pressure to do any of that, right? So it's like, hey, we can play the long game because I'm not getting fired as a general manager. I'm not getting fired as a vice president. So to be frank with you, I don't really think there is a proven way of doing things. So it looks like they just winging it. Right, right. And my next question for you is this. As good as Will McClay is in drafting, why not allow Will McClay to also 
do the things yes. in free agency as well, not just in the draft. Allow him to do what he's doing of getting us great players. You know, why? I understand. You know, why not? You know, you just like it's, it's like they're just allowing him just to do the stuff for the draft. That's why. Cat boy, cat boy. <laughs> Sir, that is why. Steven Catboy Jones is why they would not allow Will McClay to sign, to have full, is autonomy is the word, to do whatever he wants in regards to general managership in, in, in regards to signing players. Steven Jones handles that. Okay. Yeah. It sucks. And before I get up out of here, Man, I just want to say, man, you have one of the best contents that's out here on YouTube. You know, I hate that sometimes I'm not able to watch as much as I can due to me being a truck driver. It's all good, man. But, man, much as I, I try to catch, I try to make sure I don't miss. It's like I have to find my source of morning breakfast with, with your content. <laughs> it, it gets my day going for it. I, I love it. And I appreciate that, everything that you do. And yeah, that, it keeps me going, you know. That makes me feel good, With everything man. that you do, my brother. Thank and you. And I appreciate what you do, man. I would be lost out here if for you. <laughs> I promise I would. That's heavy. Well, let me tell you this. So in case you ever miss it live, right, I don't know if you have uh-huh. an Apple phone or, or, or iPhone or if you got I Android, do. whatever. Okay, so go to the podcast, you know, the icon, podcast app, and just search A to Z Sports Dallas, and you'll find our show, and you can listen to it without having to see it. So... And you can just plug it into your truck, and, and, and you can just listen to all the episodes. Me, Mauricio, the, the videos, all that stuff. Right, right. All right. Well, man, I hope you have a great morning, man, and keep that fire content coming, my brother. You have a Thank blessed you. Friday. Thank you, man. You too. Have a good weekend, bro. All right. Have a blessed Friday. Everyone have a blessed Friday. In fact, it's that time. It's that time as we wrap up the show. Come on, where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Here we go. It is time for Feel Good Friday as we head on out of this thing. Now, Feel Good Friday is presented by Worth the Poor out of the colony, Texas. Worth the Poor is a family-owned and operated luxury liquor store with affordable prices with a wide variety of spirit wine and beer samples available making your drink of choice decision easier than ever. And for that game day party that doesn't end, they offer liquor deliveries in all of Denton County. And if you live outside of Denton County, like myself, you can schedule a delivery. You just got to call Worth the Poor, pass along your zip code, boom, they'll schedule a delivery if possible. Shout out to John Madden. Boom! Also, if you live outside of Denton County, you can just download the app Worth the Poor on your phone and schedule your delivery today. That's Worth the Poor. Visit worththepoor.com. Feel Good Friday. That means I want to know from you guys what in your life, cowboys, personal, your friends, family, whatever, what has you feeling good heading into the weekend? What has you feeling good? <laughs> Jacob said, Sky Gas is five dollars. I can't have a feel good Friday. Oh, man, come on. Feel good Friday. Feel good Friday. We don't want the negativity, but I feel you, man. Crazy out here in these streets. 
Uh, Tom says, Sky and Cowboys Nation, love y'all. Rough times right now for a lot of people. Indeed, man. Indeed. Hope y'all are hanging in there. It will get better. Awesome words, Tom. Appreciate that. Uh, often from guys like my guy, uh, Jesse Holly, Jeff Cavanaugh, they say things like, treat people with kindness because you never know what they're going through. That is so true. That is so, so true. And a lot of people do not show what they're going through on the outer surface, right? So definitely do that. Uh, Tony Simmons says, routine, tuning in every morning, be that fire. Love it. Love it. Yeah, ready, red. I'm in the triple D. Is that what they call it? <laughs> Russell Brennan said, I get to meet my baby grandson. That is worthy. That is worthy. Congratulations, Russell, to you and the new family member. In fact, that is part of my Feel Good Friday, not just the Demarcus Lawrence potential news, but, you know, we adopted a dog, Mozart, this week, and for the first time, we're taking him to the dog park. I'm excited about that. You know, I'm excited about that. Uh, I, I wasn't a dog dad or person as an adult. Now, I grew up with, with a ton of dogs, so many pit bulls. Y'all, y'all, listen, maybe one day I'll roll off the names of pit bulls, man. Ridiculous. But... I never had one as an adult, so I'm excited to go to the dog park with Mozart this week, man. That's my. Brandon said, got them Jordan 12s a day. Hey, Brandon, are you reselling? Or are you rocking them? What we doing? My second son turned 16, Kevin. Hey, that's a sweet 16. Happy birthday to little Kevin Harper. Tony from Tampa checking in. What's up, Tony? I know you, you are one of our resident truck drivers as well. I'll say the same thing to you, which you already know. Um, for those who do drive truck and can't watch and they shouldn't be watching, they should only be listening. Um, if you miss it, download the A to Z Sports Dallas Live uh, podcast on your Apple phone with your Apple podcast or Google cast if you don't have it. Or Spotify if you have Spotify and just run that thing back. Run that thing back. All right. With that said, y'all, there is no A to Z sports prime time tonight. Mauricio show final show of the week was yesterday. You can run that back if you'd like. It is on said app, Spotify, Apple, or Google Cast. Um, and check out A to Z sports Dallas.com for all the new articles, updated articles on everything surrounding the Cowboys especially the Lyle Collins situation. I'm pretty sure there will be some Marcus Lawrence updates um, on the website this week, weekend. And then next week, I'll continue to hustle and bustle and try to get some insiders on the show to talk more about this D-Law thing. If Michael Gallup thing, Amari Cooper thing. Now, news may break when this show is over. We know Dallas likes to sneak some things in at the end of the week. Uh, and then Monday we'll talk about it. So stay tuned for all of that stuff as well. Appreciate your CEO Dunes. It says great content and presentation, Sky. Appreciate that. I'll tell you this: there may be possibly uh, some construction going on with the presentation. It'll still be the same Skywalker steel feel, the same production value. Just maybe you know trying to improve. I'm always about trying to improve. Cowboys should be doing that too. Man. But if you go back and look at late 2019, early 2020, when I first started this thing, and then right now, it is night and day. Sometimes I look back at that and I cringe. So we're going to continue to try to take that next step, that next level, and see where it takes me. All right? With that said, y'all, let's go ahead and press this button. 
and get on up out of here. Y'all enjoy y'all weekend. Yeah, Tom. I'm in win now mode. Win now mode. Always. Told y'all to look out. Me and Vosh may have something. We'll see. We'll see. Appreciate you guys joining me today. All the super chats. The calls were fantastic. The chat was lit. It is Feel Good Friday, so make sure y'all do something to make yourselves feel good this weekend. Love y'all. Peace. We out. Shout out to Professor O, the mod goat. I want me some glory hope.